0: We hold it in the shmuel parad, chavdarad. Chavdarad. What happened is left to fight the Plishdim, and that gave David an avenue of escape. So what happens next? After Shaul returns after fighting the Plishdim, it's interesting, normally when we have wars with the Plishdim, so the Navi tells us in detail what happened, we won, and then how the war went, we don't hear anything. <coughs> Shaul went to fight the Plishdim, Shaul comes back in front the Plishdim. We aren't given any details of what actually happened with the Peshni. There was a reason for that. Now, if we know that uh, the part of Gemara says, Tiv Hashem, Liakuf, of Sarav, Hashem organizes that the enemies of Tlai Yisrael are, are around them, and he uses the enemies of Tlai Yisrael to punish Tlai Yisrael uh, when they are done to it. And that's how we talk about wars with the enemies of Tlai Yisrael who inflicted damage on us, who were victorious over us, there was really a punishment for us. But at the same time, just like a Kodesh Barakha can manipulate. Events, so to speak, by setting our enemies to attack us as a punishment. This time, Hashem set the Plishim to attack us as a distraction. It was a way to take Shoal's focus off, tracing David. So the war wasn't a material war, nothing happened. I don't know if it was a result in a truce, or the fishing just left. But the point here wasn't to punish the Jewish people, the point here was just to act as a, so to speak, as diversion. And that's what they did. And therefore, Shoal went to fight the Plishim and that gave David the chance to escape. And nothing happened. The war wasn't meant to be a war. It was just a way to get Shal distracted. Yeah. So Shal comes back. David had left where he was and went to engadi So Shal hasn't given up. Shal mobilized an army of 3,000 soldiers. What's Bachar mean? Bachar means uh, the best, the chosen. the he we went to look for David and his soldiers on the top of the mountains of the area of the mountain goats. We've been to Angedi, so then between the case and Gedi there's like kind of steep mountains where the mountain goats are. So the soldiers start looking through the mountains, like, we we'll, uh, to look for where David's hiding. So it says, Vayavayi al Gidras al-Tayn al-Aderech The comes to a place where there are uh, like passage passes for sheep, like well, different fenced areas for the different uh, flocks of sheep on the way. And there was a cave on the way there. So Vayavayi Shal has the chisragna. Shal needed to go to the bathroom. So he goes into the cave, so to speak, to, to use the bathroom in a more, in a more secretive place. And he didn't realize that that was exactly the cave where David and his soldiers were hiding. So it happens is Shaul goes alone, into, so to speak, directly into the same cave where David and all of his soldiers are encamped. So oh, Shaul wouldn't be able to defend himself if David tried to attack him there. That's exactly what David's people say to him. And David's soldiers rejoice. They say. This is the day Hashem spoke about when He said, I'm going to give your enemies into your hands. However you want to. They said, here's your chance. your He's been chasing you, he's been trying to kill you. Kill you. And now you have the opportunity to, so to speak, to, 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 to kill him first, where he's on his own without his soldiers. And here we all are, and in an easy position, so to speak, to catch him. Now, we don't know when exactly this, this Nebuchadnezzar that's being mentioned is was actually said to David. That Hashem told him, I'll give your enemies into your hand, you'll do them what you want to. But you have to say that this is a Nebuchadnezzar which, I mean, which was being given to David, which we want, which Navi doesn't record. Either way, around, obviously the, the meaning of this Nebuchadnezzar wasn't referring to Shal because David never get killed Shal. And therefore, when Hashem said, I'll give your enemies into your hand, he was talking of the enemies of David as the Pishtim or the other countries around which David did conquer and I wasn't talking about his individual enemy which was Shol. Either way around so that they pushed David and that can take advantage of the situation so as speak, to eliminate the threat from Shaul. So what does David do? By Joachim David. So David gets up and he goes to where Shaul is and Shaul doesn't realize he's there. And he cuts off the corner of Shaul's coat a lot, which means in, in, in secretiveness when Shaul doesn't realize, so shell doesn't realize that he's is uh, he's he right next to him, and uh, David manages to get close enough to him to cut kind off the corner of his coat. Why was David trying to do that? So, so the answer is we see that David wasn't convinced that his people were right, and even though they were pushing him. That's the opportunity to go and kill Shaul. He didn't know if he was meant to be doing that or not. And that's why if he wanted to kill a shawl, you don't try and kill, cut off someone's coat. If you're trying to kill them, you're going to go straight for the person. Uh, but David didn't want to do that because he wasn't sure um, if he is or isn't meant to be killing Shaul. And then he decides to test it. He decides he's going to do, what he's gonna do is he's gonna cut like essentially kind of corner of shawl's clothing and see how he how if he feels he did the right thing in doing that or not. So, and what happened? But he, after came, after David did cut off the corner of Shaul's coat, so David feels very guilty about it. And David understands that, obviously, judging by his feeling of how he felt from just ruining Shaul's coat, so he understands that I definitely wouldn't feel it's the right thing to do to kill Shaul. And that's why, even before, David seemed to agree to what his... So his soldiers wanted him to do, but now that he feels that I did the wrong thing and he feels guilty for cutting Shaul's coat, so now he says I'm not going to do it. So he tells his people, If I'm going to do such a thing, no, a Hashem. My is by Hashem, so he said my hand against him as to kill him. Now, so what's David's arguments? So let's explain just before. Uh, before the before the story, what are the halachic implications of here? In other words, the general rule we have, and that is that the is if a person's a rediff, which means the person is chasing someone else to kill them, the is a If someone's trying to kill you, you're allowed to preempt it and kill them first. If that's the case, so the David's man told him the a Redif. trying to kill you. If Shaul's trying to kill you, so then the uh, idea kill killing first, and that's not consideration. And Saul's people, then David's people, will be right. He has the opportunity, so to speak, to kill uh, Shaul uh, preemptively. That, that way, he won't kill you. Uh, so he's trying to do. So he's definitely a little bit And if you kill him, that just protecting yourself. Uh, so that's, uh, that was that was what David thought was held was the right thing to do. David, in the end, didn't agree with them. And what's his argument, why not to kill Shaul? So he says, because he's a Mashiach Hashem. Why? Because he was anointed by Hashem as a king. And the question is, what kind of argument is that? It's true he's anointed as a king, but he was a raidev. And if that's the case, if a king is a rediff, why can't the person kill the king? In other words, would there be something wrong with it? Let's say a king would be trying to chase somebody to kill them unjustly. So in self-defense, the person would be to kill the king, um, who is tracing him unfairly. And the answer is, he's a raided. The fact that he's a king, why does it make a difference? Why is it uh, why, why a reason not to kill him if a harafa? Didn't Shaul think that he was a devil Shaul thought that is true. So in his eyes, in his, in his. his own eyes, he's not a right. raided. Is American is office rooted in raided? Or is no. no, no connection. No, is brother, a different thing. Uh, from Shaw's point of view, he was allowed to kill David because he considered Dodd to be a murderer of Ralph. From David's point of view, you see Shaw's already. But there's no shot to. Because I'm wondering, what, what Dodd what, what is doing is arguably, it's not just brave or risky, it's arguably stupid. Because if it backfires, and who says he had the right to do that, to expose himself? But I'm wondering if by showing Shaw that he. That, he's, that he himself is not trying to kill Shaul. so if it was connected that murder in office was because someone tried to kill kill the king more indirectly, then then he's eliminating himself as a threat to the king, and therefore, maybe. So the answer is, yeah, uh, Mr. Drat, that's exactly what David did do. Let's to explain a bit more. And that is, so what is David's position, and that is that I can't kill Shaul because he's a Mishnah Hashem. So, let's go one step more. Uh, and that is, we said that from the point of view of being a rediff, you can kill someone who's chasing you. And let's say that is, that a bastion decides somebody's mesa, And uh, the, the the person who's in the dark, who's been accused, doesn't agree with the bastion. He thinks they're wrong. So the bastion sends uh, whoever it is, uh, the guards to come kill him. Is he allowed to take revenge, uh, save his life and kill the bastion's agents? Can he kill the hangman? And the answer is no. Because if it's a psaktin, there's a psaktin, and if that's the case, as much as you think the psaktin is wrong, you're not to. You, we don't look at the person like a Rodev. We look at him like a Sheikh based in. And uh, ma- ma- maybe the based in might be wrong, but, if but it doesn't give the, the convicted person the chance, uh, the right, so to speak, to kill the person who, who halakhik is, is meant to be killing him. So that was Bobby's uh, counter argument. And that is, even though I think Shul is wrong. If he has a dinner of Mashiach Hashem, when he him that I'm uh, a so I'm not sure I'm going to kill him for that. And that's why he says it twice, the same idea. And he says, it, it, it's, it's true that I would look at him as a Redef, and I think he's he's doing, he's he's doing chasing me for nothing, but on the other hand, but the Shittasa, he has the right to do it, he's a king. And if he's a king, then maybe it's the same thing as the basin. Just like, I, even if I hold the basin, is wrong, I can't... Uh, I can't kill the basin to defend much to protect my life, because as a basin they have the jurisdiction to make that decision, so maybe a king has that jurisdiction too. And therefore David's argument back is, as a king, I can't call him a rediff. I might not agree with his psak, but is a king. So if that was the case, then so what's the answer? So the answer that David decided to do was to try and prove to Shaul that he's not a murderer, Marcus. Because that way he was hoping that Shaul would notice that he's not a threat to Shaul, and Shaul would leave him alone. And that's why he went in the, kind of the corner of Shal's clothing, because that way, he could, as he's going to do, you can enter to Shal, Shal, look, Shal, I could have killed you if I wanted to, but you see, I didn't, so you see, I'm not threatening you. So that was, that was the, the first part of David's line of reasoning. Not the story, even though David had already been anointed as a king, but just like we saw when Shmuel anointed Shal as a king, he anointed as a king, and only later he brought the whole Jewish people together, and then they to accept Shal as a king. In other words, the way a king works is there's two stages. It's Hashem chooses the king, and then Caius shall accept the king. But before Caius shall accepted the king, he doesn't have the dinim of a king. Which means he has the Hatsiath of the Shema of a king. And we saw, David was successful in everything he did, but the din of a king is the dinim of the king is accepted by the people. And therefore, since Caius didn't know about David yet, and he hadn't been accepted by them, so he couldn't enforce his own rulership as a king. And therefore, Shal was still being accepted by the, as the king, so he met it, and David, okay, so I said, he may, maybe he still has the din of a king. So that's the first point. And so we see that David decides he's going to cut off the corner of Shaul's clothing as a way to show Shaul that, look, I could have killed you, and I didn't. And maybe that would convince Shaul that David isn't really a threat. Because had David been a threat, this would have been nowhere in the world David wouldn't have used this opportunity to, to kill him. Chazal said a bit more than that. Chazal said that by cutting off the corner of Shaul's coat, he really took off Shaul's titties because Shal's wearing the, the knap of Shal, we talk about the knap of tzitzis I kind of, so Shol's coat had four-pointers with so tzitzis on it. And by cutting the corner, David took off the tzitzis. And that's why he felt guilty afterwards, because, uh, for two reasons. Number one, because that itself could be seen as a sign of ruin of Amalchus. If a person goes to the king and like, starts ripping his clothing, so that, well, that's for sure Merida of Malchus. So if David's whole point was to try and prove he's not being married of Malchus. Then he, the first point he feels is, well, maybe this is going to be used against me, because maybe this is going to be the proof that you see how you disrespect the king that you're going to go and tear his father. Um, so that was the... That was the, now, so, the thing is that he took a bullion uh, sword and put it near a shawl. So, the best... What could he have done? He could have just said, it. look, I'm here. I have a sword, I could kill you, I'm not going to do it. But, uh, but he didn't do that. We'll see why in a minute he didn't do that. So that was the first reason he felt guilty about the fact that he cut off Shal's clothing. And maybe that himself would be construed as rebellious. The second reason is because of the battle of from the mitzvah. Because by cutting off a corner of his bag and cutting off his titties, now he deprived Shal of the mitzvah. So that, then he felt that wasn't the right thing to do. If he wanted to do something to show that he was there, it didn't have the right to take away the the schus that Shal had. Either way around, it's so what happens, so David tells his people, I'm not going to kill a shol. And they obviously don't accept that they, they want to kill a shol. So the passage says a very unusual language. By David of really means to cut something apart. Uh, but uh, this talk we had in Shafdim, when it talks about Ashimshan, that when the lion met him outside the vineyard, he tore it in half. And the Russian is there by he tore it in half. Because then means to tear something in half. When obviously David didn't kill his people, but it says that David tore his people apart with words. the son and he didn't let them come to Achshol. and more. didn't realize the whole story. Obviously, know, it is a very deep cave, this whole argument happened very quietly. But Shal didn't hear anything, and he gets up and goes back to his journey. He doesn't realize the you know, the commotion going on behind his back, so to speak, To David and his people. David's people wanted to kill him, and therefore David, in an effort to stop it happening, so what he did is he he separated them into groups, you know, which shouldn't all be together. And by doing that, so then that way, that, since he he spoke them to, 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 to separate to have whatever groupings it was, so that way he doesn't let them get to where Shaul was, and and against tries to to run away, which is why we said before, if David himself would have uh not rather than later on using shell's you know, coat or the piece that he had cut off it to prove that he had shell in his in, under his uh, control so to speak within his, in, in his hands but he, if he would have gone' gone to Scholl in the cave what said look we we're here we are surrounding you we could kill you if you're not going to do that, that would have achieved the same thing. She would have seen that. he was vulnerable there was nothing he could do and David David him alone. The reason Dovid didn't want to do that is because David didn't trust his soldiers not to kill Shaul, and therefore, like we saw, he went by himself. And then afterwards, he he, he keeps the soldiers away from Shaul because he didn't think that they would they would be willing to so to speak confront Shaul without trying to harm him. Okay, so Shaul goes now. Uh, so once Shaul's out, out of the cave, a Yakim climbs up out of the cave after him. So Shal is still within earshot, So he, Irshad, so he after him, a king And what happens? Shal turns around <laughs> The point that we saw before Dovi David was trying to show was that he wasn't a So he made it as is expected when he, when he, the king notices him, so he bows down Now David is going to speak to Shal You have to see the speech he says has a number of different components into it And we have to understand what he's trying to put together So he says like this in Pasek Tess why do you listen to the person who says that David wants what's bad for you? In other words, and this was a clever thing to say, in other words, how David criticized Shaul himself? And said, why do you think that, you, that I want to harm you? Firstly, it would be less likely Shaul would back down. And secondly, it would also be considered son of a You're asking the king why he thinks what he thinks. But rather than that, David blamed somebody else. And David said, why did he listen to the person who said that? So, so in other words, rather than blaming Shola as being the one who feels David's trying to kill him, he blamed some anonymous person as the one who convinced him trying to kill you. Why did he listen to that person? That person was wrong. And we know that that person was Shola himself, not convinced him that David is trying to kill him. Shola himself felt that way. But like I said, it's a cover to the Madaq, rather than blame the Madaq, so then you blame someone as like the person who convinced the king. Doesn't name him. He doesn't say who the person was. He just said, the person who said, why did he believe that person? You see, it's not true. today, you, you, you saw yourself. gave you into my hands. I said to kill you. And I said to kill you. And over here, it's a bit of an unusual language. If he's talking about himself, then he should have said That would be the correct way to say it. Or if he's talking in the future, but is much more something else. So, what's what's it referring to? So, there's two explanations. The simple explanation is that they said it was the people who were with him and it was it was said to kill you it was not by me but I had other people with me and they wanted to kill you and, and, uh, because I said that's the argument that David said before that Mashiach Hashem and therefore he explains the argument to me he said my people wanted to say you're a rodif they said you're trying to kill me and I didn't kill you because I held that as a king you, you have the right to make decisions like a bastion does and that's why I didn't consider you to be a rodif but understand that, I'm not, that you, you are wrong. You're stuck in deciding that I'm, trying to kill, that I'm trying to be a rebel is wrong. And as so it says, And says, Notice, Look, I have the corner of your coat. the corner of your coat, I'm not kidding you. I, didn't, I don't have anything bad that I wanted to do. I didn't do anything against you. But I thought so It's national capital. And you're trying to kill me. So he said, I didn't, even though my people said you are a roidev, and therefore I would be entitled to kill you, and, and I said I can't do that because as a king, as a Mashiach Hashem, you can make, suck him, you can give judgment, but I want to show you that your judgment was wrong. And therefore you see, look, I have a card of your clothing, I could have killed if I wanted to, and I didn't. So you see, that I don't, have, I'm, not, I'm not intending to harm you. That's basically the, the main point that David wants to say. Yeah. But we saw there was Muqalikis. Like we said, oh, okay. the, the, the people of David also said that. The David saying from well, his point of view um, was not like that. Now that's one argument. There's another there's another way to read this possible And that is Chazal say what, what, we said again what's the lesson about talk or se'echa etech rachamonya it should be me I <laughs> rachamonya so Chazal say v'talk or is sneis shahayavach it's a gemara in brachos and that is uh, why why did David say Shaul because of Shaul's excessive sneis we saw that there was a matter of Shaul from the beginning like we saw that he was he was nech him he was hit. So, standing up here, what was the extra sneer that, that Sha'al had? So, uh, the answer is, and the Khazal said, this said, even though, again, Sha'al went to the cave because he needed the bathroom. Now, Ba'at said, once he's in the cave, he didn't think it was anybody else there. So he, was, he would be allowed to like, remove his clothing in a way, which he needs to, do to go to the bathroom. But what Sha'al did, the Apostle says that, uh, he used his coat, so to speak, to, as a, to cover himself, like, around him. So that, that even, didn't think anybody was there, but nevertheless, none, no part of his body was visible, because he was, like, covered, covered by his coat. And that was the coat that David saw. The coat, which wasn't, he wasn't, like, wearing on his shoulders like a coat, but rather he had used, draped around him like a kind of a coat, and that was the coat that David saw. Now, what's David saying, that your tzniyas was what saved you? So that's, again, I saying a fascinating thing. And that is David said that perhaps I could have gotten to you. you were, I knew you were covering yourself with the mm-hmm. coat. I could have opened the coat and gotten to you. And why didn't I do that? Why? Because when I saw that this, this extra level of sneers that's killed you had, you had been knowing to have, so I do not want to take away that manner. And if I wasn't going to, so to move, move your coat, which you used your hands to get to you, to kill you, because I didn't want to infringe on the sneers that you had been knowing by yourself. So, what I did is cut the corner of the coat. But that wasn't, uh, rather than being, again, Shaul, and being, forgained t- in his level of standard tzinius by removing the coat which he had put around him. And why would that, what why, what was David trying to say with that? What was David trying to say with that? Was, uh, 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 let's just go back a step. If it's not true that Shaul was a writer, so tzinius or not tzinius, he's allowed to kill him. Why, if, if David felt that he was allowed to kill Shaul, so, why would the fact that he had been act, acting with this extra degree of sneers be a reason to a reason to, to slay him? So, uh, really, this is, this is a discussion which is negated to other guess, as well. But the question is, if a person's let's say, on principle, is a and now I, I find that when he's in the middle of doing a mitzvah, am I allowed to? Am I allowed to? Interaction, so to speak. in kiddim, even while he's doing a different mitzvah, or in in in, a, in a terms of something similar we find in the Torah, that it says that if a coin is high of misa and he's putting a very in the mikdash, so during finish the burial, grab him the to kill him? So the pasuk says, which means that the khan is in the middle of doing a voidah, so we have him to finish before we take him to kill him. in the middle of doing a mitzvah, and uh, so David wants to use the same idea over here, and he says that Sam, as a right, maybe had the right to kill him, but the the way you're acting was a certain tshuva, a certain mitzvah, and because of that I don't want to I don't want to so to speak interfere or exercise my rights so, against right, a rodef while you're doing a mitzvah shai acting the way which is what's I don't want to take it away from you. Okay, so that would be to explain the Gemara that says that That's what said, that that that's what had, was Either way around, so that's what he says. But look, you see that I had the coat, the corner of your coat, and you see that's a proof I don't want to harm you. Now until now, David's speech makes a lot of sense, but now you have to see why didn't David stop there? Because now David's Uh, speech is going to change very much the the tone, so to speak, that he's speaking. What does he say? Mm -hmm. Hashem should judge between us. (laughs) Hashem should revenge me from you. You I'm not going to be the one to touch you, but Hashem should punish you. And it's very strange what happened. The Lord is being very conciliatory. The Lord is saying, look, you called him my master, my father, look and see, you see I have no harm, I didn't want to harm you. You see, look, like, I have you calling your calling of your coat. I could have harmed you what I didn't. I had did nothing against you. You're trying to kill me for nothing. It was a very, like, so to speak, uh, cons- uh, he was trying to him. It was He was speaking in a very apologetic, uh, so to speak, like I said, conciliatory style. And suddenly it changes. Hashem should take revenge on you. Hashem should be the one to punish me if you did it for me. I'm not going to be the one to have you. Hashem should. What changed? Why did David feel like he had to change from uh, trying to Mephaiah's show to trying to, like, threaten show? And like uh, he, he goes fed the next post, and he says, mm-hmm. like the marshal, which is Kalmani, which cause we have to talk about, Kalmani means we're just going back to, but like the marshal from ancient times says, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, Rishayim, bad things happen from Rashaim, and therefore I'm not going to be able to kill you. I'm not a Rasha. And uh, so even though uh, he says, I, would, you, you cons- I consider you someone wants to kill me for nothing. I'm not going to be the bad guy who's going to kill you. Only bad people do bad things. This is not going to be me. So that's also a panic. What's he trying to say? And Ba'at said, you should get killed, but not through me. I'm not going to be one to do it. So why does David add this sin? Why does David change, so to speak, his tone from being, uh, trying to respect and socially respect him and bind down to him to, try, to threatening him that Hashem is going to punish him and judge you? What change? So actually, next time we'll talk about like where where David's speech went and why he changed the tone in the middle.